Welcome to Meet the Christian Podcast. My name is Peter, and this time I'm here with my parents, Keith and Anne. So welcome, Keith and Anne. Okay. Um, so first question, um, how did you become a Christian? Um, basically, I was about 16, started um, dating my now husband, um, and really, I just went along to Bible studies with him and things, just because I wanted to <laughs> ingratiate myself into his good books, <laughs> really, but obviously... Retrospectively, it was the Holy Spirit working. Um, went to an Ang- uh, Anglican church, the Bible study there. Uh, lovely Christians, uh, very loving. And then it was obvious that they liked the Bible, so I started reading a Bible, Bible which I'd been given. And it, the, the words just came to life. It just jumped off the page, and yeah, and that was basically how I became a Christian. It was through the loving witness of Christians at this Anglican church, and through reading God's word. So for you, it was fairly quick. It was. It was probably uh, around six months. Yeah, from when I first started going until I really really realised yeah that yeah I was converted that I was a Christian yeah well I went through a a Methodist Sunday school and youth group and became a full member of the church and went away to university and fell right away into a student life I went along to the Christian Union and nobody spoke to me so I thought I won't bother going back and I didn't but when I was at university, I started reading philosophy, philosophy and theology. <clears throat> a lot of it I didn't understand. Went to church very occasionally. Then moved down to Spalding's. And one day, <clears throat> some people from the local church left a note through the door. They came out to see me. So I started going there and through going to Bible studies. Eventually came to new life in Christ. Um, tell us about another Christian who's influenced you positively. Uh, yeah. Uh, probably one of the, the most influential was Bob Gerhardt, who was the minister of the church that we went to when we went overseas, we went overseas about a year after we were married. We were young Christians. And he was uh, the pastor of the church in, in Lesotho. He was an American Mennonite. And uh, his preaching was really good. And he, uh, his messages were clear and Bible-based. And he was a lovely, godly man as well. And he was a, yeah, he was just a, just great. He was very influential in my early Christian life. Yeah, same for me too. The other person that springs to mind is, 
This Peter Bromby, who's now with the Lord, he was a minister in Whitby and a very, very gentle, faithful, lovely Christian man, pastor, who made a big impression upon me. So, thank, thank the Lord for his example. What are some particular books, chapters, or verses in the Bible that have been especially important for you? So you can go yeah. micro detail or just general. Uh, for me, um, all of the Gospels, I guess, because that's what I first started reading when I was converted. I just read them through. Um, that's a very wide um, scope, I guess. Um, and uh, the Psalms, and especially... Why the Psalms? Yeah, especially lately the Psalms, because um, we've... With another member of the family that, that have been going through certain difficulties, and because of the we read the bible as as a couple each morning and evening and we go we just read through a plan not dogmatically not rigidly but it just happened that the psalms were the um would be what were the reading for for the time that we were going through this particular difficult time which was about a fortnight and it was just amazing in god's providence that the psalm that we would read in the morning, the, the other person who was going through the difficulty wasn't reading that plan, but they had a, a different Bible reading on their phone when we were going somewhere, and it was exactly the same psalm reading. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, uh, there are a lot of examples of that during the week of... Um, yeah, it was just wonderful. So the Psalms and the Gospels, which sounds a bit like probably a lot of people would say that, but for me, every time we read through the Psalms in maybe a year or two, through the plan, they just come, it's just as though you haven't read them before, some of them. You think, oh, you know, God's speaking just amazingly yeah, in a way that I, I couldn't remember that. It's as though he's speaking, they're just jumping fresh off the page. So, yeah, for me. Yeah, um, I can't speak of a particular book or chapter or passage even. <clears throat> um, I guess I'm still learning as I read. I suppose of the New Testament writers, uh, the Apostle Paul and the Apostle John have been the most powerful to me, um, still plumbing the depths of their teaching, um, but they, I suppose, have had more influence on me than, than other por portions of the scriptures. Tell us about how you pray and the role it plays in your life. Okay, well, for me, um, we've all, since we've 
been married, we've always prayed together. That's always been an important part of our relationship, which is such a blessing. And then for me, praying privately on my own, often I'll, I, I find it's easier for me, we have the, the more formal time of praying together, that I often find that I'll pray often during the day. Um, uh, uh, also, the great blessing is that I work in a Christian school we always pray together in the morning in, in our department. Another great blessing. And occasionally, um, when God leads us that way and when circumstances are difficult, we will set a time aside together to pray and fast. And that has always been a, a, a time when God has been very close. Yeah. Well, I guess prayer is just woven into life, morning, noon, night. Um, I don't every day find a time for special private prayer, but I try to. And that's important in addition to family prayers and, and arrow prayers, as some people call them, like Nehemiah. So um, the whole of life is lived in the sight of God, and in the sight of God there's communication. He speaks, we speak. He lives, he guides, he provides, he protects. He's the living Lord. Um, tell us about a turning point in your life as a Christian or a moment or period where God changed you or worked in you. I suppose... A huge turning point was the, the death of our first child for me. That was a huge turning point. Um, uh, I remember um, I I I what was I going to say I think. God really upheld us as a couple and me particularly through that time. And I think speaking to other somebody 43 years, 42, well not as long as that, 40 years after it had happened last year or the year before. Sorry, I'm getting a bit confused here. Maybe it was 39 years after it had happened. And she was still feeling a sort of a grief and a loss herself, and she was just a friend. And she said, I don't know how you dealt with that, 
and she's a Christian woman. And I think often for other people that are around someone who is going through a difficult time, that for them it's harder. And, you know, it's, it's God upholding you through those difficult times. It's just amazing, and he does. And it's a bit corny, but it's like that... <laughs> that um, Footprint. Footprint. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, where he's saying, oh, you know, where was God, you know, where are his... And of course, no, no, there's only one set of footprints because he's holding you up. He's mm -hmm. holding you in his arms. There's just the one set of footprints. He's not, it's not as though he's not beside you. He's holding you, he's lifting you up. And that's what it was like. So that was, it was a huge turning point in my life and in my Christian life and in my... Uh, trust in God. Yeah. yeah, it was the same for me too, and there have been several other occasions when I've had an overwhelming sense of the presence of God. It's really indescribable, several occasions. And that's been important in shaping me in terms of reverence, in terms of joy, in terms of humility, in terms of the supreme importance of the gospel. Um, how has your daily life been changed because of your Christianity? Summarise your life. Yes, <laughs> I've been I've been a Christian for forty, I don't know, forty four years. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, it's being a Christian has a huge impact on the way you live because you want to walk with God humbly and within in integrity and to treat people. Um, in a, in a loving way, uh, obviously there are times when that's more difficult than others times, um, uh, and uh, well, yeah, it's just huge. I mean, I, obviously when I was first converted, um, I could look back and see what my life was like before I was a Christian. And think, and and it was it was a huge change then, and and uh, and and I th truly thank God that I've been rescued from what I was before. Um, it's a massive change, um, and it it makes a difference in lots of ways. Uh, in the in the way that you spend your time and that you spend your money in every aspect of your life is is changed from what it was before because you you want to honor God so yeah it's just a massive change from, from what before 
<laughs> and by the way, what you might hear in the background is a dog <laughs> licking its chops. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I have to that is have to add to that is how much more aware of reality and power of sin and lies and deception mm. that that one as a Christian becomes much more aware of such things and of the reality of spiritual warfare yeah. and the struggle against temptation and the need daily to repent find fresh forgiveness and help from the Lord to go mm. on mm. so the more you go on in the Christian life the more I find that I become more and more sensitive to temptation and sin um, and the power of grace and the wonder of grace and also to the, the powers of darkness and how so many people are walking in darkness in ignorance and in selfishness, self-centeredness and rebellion against God and the greatness of grace to rescue a person from that. Nothing less than sovereign grace and almighty power can bring a person out of that. Number seven, what do you enjoy most about being a Christian? Oh, I think one of the things I enjoy most about being a Christian is, um, well, maybe there's more than one thing, but that's, I'm allowed to say that. Uh, yeah, one one is the the absolute um, assurance and um, feeling secure and safe in in that, so that I'm eternally secure and safe in the Lord. That's one of the most important things and the things I, that I enjoy. And also another thing is, is having, meeting other Christians with other Christian people in Bible studies and just general life. And yeah, love it. <laughs> love it. The same for me. Uh, uh, in addition, those occasions when you go to a Christian service and the preacher is mm. especially empowered with liberty from the Holy Spirit and the sense of God's presence is almost palpable, that's mm. wonderful. And sometimes reading Christian books especially the older Puritans and Methodist fathers, they have a depth and a richness to them that is unusual in modern contemporary writers. And sometimes reading them, there's, there's a joy, there's a peace, there's a, a wonder that comes that can only be explained by the activity of the Holy Spirit. 
What do you find most difficult about being a Christian? <laughs> uh, I, I think Keith, Keith touched on it a little bit, is the... Um, it's not, yeah, it's, it's not meaning to sound morbid or introspective, but the fact that you you do, I think, uh, uh, the more you, uh, the longer you become a, the longer you are a Christian, the more sensitive you are to the fact that that you sin, and uh, it, and that, that it grieves God. That grieves the Holy Spirit when you do sin. Um, so, for me, when I've sinned, that's the most difficult thing because I think, oh, you know, I've fallen into that particular sin again. Um, that's for me the most difficult thing because sometimes you, you you think, oh, you know, I haven't whatever the sin might be thought nasty thoughts about that person or something or the other and I've, for a while or something and then you know, suddenly fall into that again and it's like David says in Psalm 51 he says you know when he, he obviously sinned against other people in, in that but it's again he says against you against you only have I sinned and it's not that he meant he hadn't sinned against other people but he really felt the, the 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 deepness of the sin against God, because you sort of think, oh, God's done so much for me, and yeah, it's still sinful. But you know that there's always pardon and forgiveness with Him. But that's the hardest thing I find, and the faults, the the faults in me. continually disappointed with my own failures and sins. I'm reassured by the fact that that is a common Christian experience. But the things that I find most difficult are, in the world, how few people take at all seriously the fact that we must die and that there is something beyond the grave. People will just stop their ears and pay no attention and live life as though there were nothing else. And there is nothing so stupid and so hard to see. And so many people are like that. But in the church, there are so many people who are only interested in having traditional, comfortable, easy, pleasant times with nice people and have no real appetite to grow in their knowledge and love of Christ and of his word. And that I find grievous too. Tell us about your present life as a Christian, the season you're in now. <laughs> ah, yeah. Yeah, for, for me, um, uh, I find uh, it's quite a it's quite a big change because for about twenty five years or so I was a pastor's wife um, and everybody 
knew as a pastor's wife and it wasn't difficult to be friends with people or to have people to be friendly with you. I mean, not being deep friends, but everybody knew who you were and you could go up and talk to them and so on and so on. And then you go to a church where you're not known, you're not the pastor's wife or something, or, uh, and you're just another member of the congregation. Not that you weren't another member of the congregation as a pastor's wife, but I found that it, was, it has been a hard thing to go from that position to just another member of a congregation. In some ways, that has been a bit difficult. Um, and leaving behind friends that I've known for 20 years in, that, in the congregation to come away and to make new Christian friends, that's been quite hard. But also, um, it, it has taught me a lot of lessons, a lot of lessons about where people are at and um, how I haven't been that sympathetic in the past to people who have been lonely or looking for friendship and that's taught me something uh, on the more perhaps on the more positive side I, uh, as in my work uh, and uh, in a Christian school and amongst young people of high school age uh, I've re I really really enjoy that and it's great and it's so great to be able to pray for these young people and where possible to witness to them when the occasion arises. That is a great blessing. So, yeah, it's a, 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 been a, a, a big change in the last three years, but some le big lessons I've learnt and uh, lots of blessings too. <clears throat> um, I'm no longer full-time in Christian ministry, but I'm still active, uh, helping out at an English service for a Korean congregation and <clears throat> with some discipleship studies for, the, for those young people and a Bible study group as well. So um, I still find plenty of things to do. Um, as I sometimes say to friends, the Lord has found work for the old horse to do. So, without the pressure of deadlines and so on, I'm, my life is pretty much as it was for the last few decades. <laughs> um, and what are you called to do as a Christian, being as general or specific as you prefer? Oh, I think I possibly answered a little bit of that in the last um, mm -hmm. okay. question. Um, uh, I've, with the Korean um, young people uh, in the, Eng the English service, that's been a great blessing. And I, at first, I was a little bit reluctant to get involved. Um, I don't know why, but I just was a little bit reluctant to get involved. But they're very loving and uh, very keen 
and I found that I really enjoy being involved there with hospitality and making food, which they all love. You, you know, brownies. Brownies, <laughs> brownies are their favourite. So <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah. Yeah, I've got nothing to add really. It's all come out already. Okay, thank you very much. Mm. And Kate. Thank you. Check will be in the mail. <laughs>